0: What up, y'all? I'm back again to the LNW Podcast Show. I'm your host, LNW, and we're going to start this off right. We're getting straight to it with the NBA talk. So, as you should know by now, the the Raptors and the Golden State Warriors are officially in the finals now. Ooh, no shock in the Warriors. You know, they faced Portland. You know, that was a sweep. You know, the Warriors had every answer to the Portland Trailblazers' problems. But uh, the shocking, the most shocking one to me was actually the Bucs losing against the Raptors in six. Like after the Bucks won the first two games at home, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be pretty easy. I still thought it was gonna go six or seven, but I didn't expect the Raptors to win four straight. Like that man, Kawhi, is something else. And we end up seeing the first game of the NBA Finals, and it was a real good game. It was a good game. Pascal Siakam did his thing. Had 30 points. Went crazy against Draymond Green. Exposed Draymond Green. Ironically, it was just days before he said, oh, I'm the best defender in the ever. And he got exposed by Pascal Siakam. And I know King of the Fourth Quarter, another YouTuber I watch, is pretty happy because that's his favorite player. But we need to talk about the defensive pressure against Steph Curry in that finals game one because, it's like, every time Kyle Lowry or anybody was being Steph Curry, Marcus Saul was right there next to him. That's because he didn't really have to worry about Kevon Looney or even Cousins, even though, like, Cousins was still, you know, getting after his injury. But they did a really good job on defensive pressure towards Steph Curry, even Clay Thompson. Like, they... End up double teaming them at the right points, uh, stopping them from making the shots. I mean, they still had they they still did their thing. You know, Steph Curry still do do what Steph Curry do, and Klay Thompson he just had a, a okay game, or about I think 21 points. Um, I think Marcus Shaw and Pascal Siakam is the biggest X factors of this playoff series because Marcus Shaw, in my opinion. He's just gonna have a good old time against um, either Demarcus Cousins if he ends up starting again, or even Kevon Looney. He's just gonna have a good old time because no, he's seven feet tall. Nobody's gonna be really be able to stop him. Boogie could stop him, but he's just getting from an injury, so it's gonna take a lot. Draymond Green, I don't think, can stop Marcus Saw. And I just think Marcus Saw needs to have a good game. He did have a good game in game one, he had a good 21 points. You know, that was. Real good game, because this is his first time in NBA Finals, even though he's a veteran. And I'm just really looking forward to it. And Pascal Siakam, I don't know if this is going to be him consistently in this playoff series. But if so, then yeah, the Warriors are going to have a hard time beating him. Um, Like I said, I don't think that DeMarcus Cousins' return is going to be good health-wise for him. But I know it's a good relief for the Warriors, because the Warriors... Only center they have was Pascal Siakam, and that's not really gonna do nothing, really. I mean, don't get me wrong, Kevin Looney is a good <clears throat> is a good defender, but against a seven foot man who can shoot, I don't think that's gonna go good. And but I do think this is really really bad for Demarcus because health, because if he gets injured again before this playoff season is up. I don't know what to expect. I really don't know what to expect if he gets hurt like that. But we also need to talk about Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry's struggles. Now, Kawhi Leonard ended up getting it going a little bit in the third and fourth quarter because he ended up drawing fouls. And, you know, I think Kawhi Leonard is going to do his thing in these upcoming games. But Kyle Lowry, one of the most inconsistent players I have seen. Jesus Christ. It's like he does his thing when he wants to do it, and that's not going to be good for them if they lose this series, and he's not a part of it. And so I just think them two really need to step up the most if they want to be able to beat this Warriors, especially especially if Kevin Durant comes back, which they say he might come back in the middle of this series. So in my opinion, I think that this is the Raptors' chance to go possibly 2-0. And if they go up 2-0, then KD might come back immediately because the Warriors get home court, damn home court at games 3 and 4. So I know they they want to win them games. But, um, yeah, my prediction is it's probably going to go 6 or 7. i give it 6 or 7. And I want to say the Raptors can win this, but it, I can't count. I can't count on the Warriors, you know. I can't ever count them out at all because it's the Warriors, man. Like, good and bad, it's the Warriors at the end of the day. Steph Curry might be too much. Or even KD if he come back. Or Klay Thompson if he gets it going. Even Draymond. If Draymond plays how he did against Portland, it's going to be a huge problem, but he can't do that if Siakam is on him like that, which Siakam has good defense. But I'm actually looking forward to, for this NBA Finals. Um, the next game will be on Sunday, and I'm looking forward to it. And you know, that's about it for this one. So we'll get on straight to the music. Let's go! All right, guys. So we go go on to the all about music segment, and I want to bring up an album that came out in 2018. But not a lot of people talk about it, and he deserves a lot more than what he's getting. And that's my man, Token. And a lot of people are like, oh, LNW, is Token? And stuff like, Token, he's a young rapper, um, 20 years old, who should be on the map more than he is. You know, he got really good um, lyrics, and he's a fast-pacing rapper, and he knows how to slow it down. And he has a good flow and everything so he came out with an album in 2018 called between somewhere and the like i said the lyrics on his album was really good he was passionate in almost every single song i heard him every song that he was in you know that he was about it like you know he put his all into it and that's a major thing that i like in a lot of artists that's why i listen to like the logics um the Denzel Curries and I keep going on and on but that's what I want I want artists who in every song they make they take it seriously that like, they do everything in their power to make it perfect and for his age like I say he's only 20 years old he has such a creative mind and I actually look I actually look up to him for like inspiration and stuff cuz you know 20 years old and you that big of an artist that's pretty good that's pretty good and people I People compare him to Eminem, and I can see it. I'm not even going to lie. I can see people saying he's like Eminem and stuff like that. But he's going to expand to people and make people be like, oh, he may sound like Eminem and all that stuff, but he's a lot more different. And he's like I said, he's younger, so he got more different things to say because it's only one Eminem. It would never be another Eminem in this world except him. And to be honest, Tolkien don't rap about like that crazy stuff that like Eminem does. And that's another reason why I like him. Cause don't get me wrong, Eminem is my favorite artist of all time. But with Tolkien, I can relate more to Token than I can for Eminem. Because there's a lot of shit that Eminem does and says, and I'm like, bro, I don't I don't want to kill my mother. <laughs> I don't want to do none of this stuff, bro. Like, what are you talking about? So but I'm not knocking down anything that Eminem does. But I'm just, you know, stating facts about him. So we're gonna talk about his album called Between Somewhere, and I'm just gonna do my favorite tracks. My favorite tracks is Somewhere in Between, Household Name, uh, Flamingo, Well, um, Mom Would Agree, Same Difference, Suitcase and a Passport, and YouTube Rapper, and Goodbye. So, Somewhere In Between is basically a song that he was just talking about, like, you know, has fans love him and all that stuff, but they don't really know about him. Like, pe- like he had a part when he was like, I made a song a long time ago called Exception. And in the song Exception, he was talking about, like, this kid who was getting bullied and stuff like that, and everybody's seen it, but they just never did anything to the point that the bully, the bullies ended up getting shot by the person who was getting bullied because he couldn't take it no more. And I don't believe that part happened, the whole shooting part. But Tolkien said in the song how, like, I actually knew a kid who was getting bullied and I didn't do nothing about it. He was my friend. And I'm like, oh, whoa, like, damn, Tolkien, like that shit crazy, man. But, you know, he was being real and I definitely support him on that. Like, you got to keep it real. Like he was also saying like how he's basically a hypocrite in some type of ways because he doesn't want people to, you know, be all on the social media and stuff like that. But he also had like a girlfriend or something who posted him on social media and stuff all the time. So he's just, you know, catching up on his own words and stuff like that. And that was really good. So next song is Household Name, which I can say has a really dope beat. The video was dope. And Tolkien was just talking about, like, he just he just doesn't want to be a household name. You know, he wants to expand and stuff like that. And he doesn't want people to forget about him, like his mother and all that stuff. And he just doesn't want to sign to, like, all these different uh, labels and stuff. He don't want to just be a household name. He wants to be bigger than that. And I really support that for Tolkien. And especially for his age. That's what's really getting me. For his age, that's really good. Because not a lot of artists even think like that. And, you know, he come with the little fast-paced raps. And um, he does everything in his song. And I think, to be honest, it's probably my second favorite song on the album. And then we go to Flamingo, which is, you know, Tolkien is a little fast-paced. And it was really good. And um, the video was really dope. And Tolkien just, you know, does his thing. And the next song is Well, which I think is Well is my favorite song on this album. Because, first of all, the beat is really good. And the delivery that he's saying and the lyrics and everything he's saying in this song is really good. And in this song, he's basically talking about how, you know, he wants to he's getting known and all that type of stuff. And like in Somewhere in Between, he doesn't want to um people to think of him as like the hypocrite and stuff that he is and he was saying like yeah i have money i have money and all this stuff but because i have money doesn't mean that this is gonna happen like he was like yeah i have money to talk to to have girls but i don't have no girls to love me at the same time and i'm like damn that shit really hit me because not a lot of artists talk about that a lot of artists think that oh i got money so i can do this and do this nah not him He's telling the truth about this, like the reality of it. And I really support him on that. And like I said, listen to that song. If you want to hear fast paced lyrics, a good beat, um, somebody who's very passionate towards his lyrics and so on and so forth. So the next song is Mom Would Agree, which is basically like a little wacky song, like um, he said, like, I could get all the pussy in the world. Even my mom would agree. So, you know, he's just basically bullshitting in this song. But I just really like the delivery in this, that's what made me have it for one of my favorite tracks. And same difference. It was a good song because of the message. Not really, a, a really in love with the beat or anything, but the message of it is really dope. So the message of it is basically um, not really be in the same situations over and over again like don't have all these people that you really like like all these famous artists and stuff like that and when you actually see them they a piece of shit and you don't want to be like them you want to be different from them and I just really like that especially I'm gonna keep saying it for like his age that is really something new like you don't hear artists around his age group who be saying stuff like this and that's why I really like Token so much and then he got another song called suitcase and a passport which he was being really like into it in this song um he was basically saying like nobody everybody left him and all that stuff except a suitcase and a passport and he admits in this song that he cheated on his girlfriend he had threesomes um uh he told his mom not to come to the concerts and shit because he know he wasn't gonna be able to like see her and shit like that and he was being real you know and that's why I really support him on that. He was being real. Every one of these songs, he had at least one real line in it. And except um, mom would agree. That was just a wacky ass song, you know. And then we're gonna get to YouTube rapper that featured my boy Tech Nine. Tech Nine is one of the best uh individual artists ever. And he came in with Token and it had the best like back and forth fast delivery lyrics I've heard up to date. And they really did his thing, especially when Tolkien was like um, you said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 8, da, 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 da. I don't really know it as much, but I just did the best I can, you know. I'm not a fast-paced rapper, I'm more like a um, slow down, um, chilled artist. And they just really did their thing. You know, that song got him a lot of views when the video came out. And so I think he's getting a name now. I think he's getting a higher name. And then we get to the final track on the whole album is goodbye, which is just like him saying goodbye, and he used it for the beat, but he used the words goodbye and stuff from like a different song he made a while ago, and he just kept having that running over and over again, and the beat made it sound really good, and it was just like, you know, like a goodbye to all like the bitches and all that type of stuff, you know, you know, stuff like that, but all in all, I really like all of these tracks. I definitely still listen to them, even though they came out in 2018. And definitely give Tolkien a shot. But he does have some least favorite songs on here. And the main one is Rich For You. Like, the ly- the lyrics is dope. The delivery is even dope. The message is good. It's just that beat and that hook. I can't, I can't get into it. I really can't. And I really try to listen to it over and over again. But every time I get to that song, I skip it. I skip it all the time. But now we gotta get to the features. The features on here, did they think? Um, I inst- I got on to IDK or I don't know. I got on to him because of this song. He has on this album with Token called And You, which had Boss in it, which I already knew who Boss was. Boss Sound with J. Cole, you know, Boss is cold. Um But IDK did his thing on here. He definitely... Uh, had, I had definitely had him on my radar, and I've been listening to him and getting into him more and more. I might have him on my shocking artist of the week for next week. Um, but yeah, Tech9 did his thing, and Token doesn't really have a lot of features on this album. I don't think he really will ever have a lot of features on albums, but every feature on here did the thing. So, like I said, I'll get this album an eight out of ten. Um, good lyrics, passionate um the features did they think and yeah yeah uh definitely get this album a shot for sure for sure um then we go get to the beast coast album i'm just gonna do a quick review o- over it so the beast coast album consists of so many damn people so you got the group pro era which is joey badass kirk Knight, nice, cj fly nick caution and i believe that's it then you got underachievers and then you got flatbush zombies They all New York Coast rappers is around all in their 20s. And they all made like a big, huge collab album together. And like I said, it was a good song. It was a good album. Um, The second half basically saved the whole album because the second half was more like the beats got better and they start rapping better. But I personally was like, damn, I don't know half these artists. Which I'm gonna listen to more. I'm listening to Underachievers more. I'm listening to Flatbush Zombies more. But I know Pro Arabics. I know Joy Badass, Nick Caution, Kirk Knight, CJ Fly. I listen to all of them. And like I said, all the artists, they did their thing. But at the same time, it was so many to the point that I'm just like, dang, like this is a lot of. Just imagine like Wu Tang Clan and some other groups together. Like. Dang, bro! I just want to hear one artist now, cause I, I don't even know this artist all the way. How am I supposed to know all these other artists on this album? But yeah, they ha- had some good songs, beats on there were dope, and if you like these groups, definitely listen to them. But if you never heard any of these groups, don't don't really listen to it. To be honest, don't. To be honest, don't. But if you do like that hardcore, like New York, what New York? Rap, definitely give us a shot then. So then I'm going to my shocking artist of the week, and I got to give it to Tyler, the creator, and Denzel Curry. Now, I'm not going to do a review of the Igor album because everybody in their mama is doing the Igor album review, and I want it to be different. But let me just tell you this. The Igor album, it's incredible. I love this album. Every song on here I fell in love with, except like maybe like two. But every song on here almost is just so beautiful. Uh, you see Tyler's progression from Goblin to where he's at now. And it's crazy to see where he's at now. And he's finally get the recognition he deserves. He got the number one album of the week, which he definitely deserves. He beat DJ Kelly's trash ass album that I would not talk about because it was so damn trash. <sighs> but <laughs> Igor is a really dope album. Um, definitely on replay, replay consistently for me, and um, yeah. And then Denzel Curry's album Zoo is gonna get reviewed next week. But I've been liking Denzel Curry, since I heard, Taboo. I know that song Ultimate with that I am the one you want that, that shit. I know that, but as far as with. Taboo, Taboo gave me a whole field of Denzel Curry. Like he's a good, he's a pretty good singer, um, very good rapper. Uh, it, I think he's finally getting more known the way he's at now, and that's good. But he just came out with an album that came out yesterday called Zoo. No, it came out today. I'm sorry, it came out today, and I didn't listen to it yet. I will listen to it, and I will give a review of it next week. And I'm excited. And a little bit nervous because I just saw that he freestyled, he said he freestyled most of this album. So, which got me thinking like, damn, um, don't be on that Jay-Z shit, man. Don't be trying to freestyle the whole album and some of your songs is trash because of that. But, you know, I'm going to still listen to it because I'm a Denzel Curry fan. And we're going to go on to the next thing, which is artists I gave a shot to. So, I gave this artist a shot. But nobody gave it, nobody told me about this artist. I listened to it my own. I listened to her personally. And as Billie Eilish. Eilish, English. Uh, let's just go with Eilish. Um, who came out with an album called When We All Fall Asleep? Where do we go? So I heard the one song I right here of You Should See Me in a Crown when I was watching WWE NXT. And her song was, like, getting, like, promoted for the uh, promo, um, promos and stuff. And I'm like, hey, this song, bumping. Like, she doing her thing. And I'm like, oh, this is the person I kept hearing about. Because everybody talks about Billie, Billie Eilish. And I'm like, who is this Who is this girl? I never heard of her. So, I listened to that song. And I'm like, wow. I see why people like her. Because she she's so different. She's so different. Because... She's so like sad, like she's more like a super sad singer. But she makes the shit work. And then when I listen to her album, her album made me like, huh? She she's a pretty good singer, you know. She got songs on there that's like that's like bumping beat wise, but like all her songs is like you know, they kind of sad, the stories is kind of sad and stuff like that, but she be having some real shit in the songs, like, she got a song called Zanny. she talking about, like, I'm not doing those Xannies, basically, she's like, I would never do that, why do people do that anyway, and then, she you know, she got some uh, fun songs with My Strange Addiction, when she got, like, a, um, a part from The Office, a couple parts from The Office, and that's dope, because I love The Office, and... Like yeah, definitely give her a shot. Uh, she's only I think eighteen now. I think she's eighteen by now. And you just look at her and you be like, wait, what? Like I can show somebody I could show somebody a song by her. I could play a song by her and I won't tell them age anything and they'll probably like it. But I think people are hating on her too because she's so different. She's really different. And I personally gave her a shot, and I'm glad I gave her a shot, and I think anybody else should give her a shot if they like that type of music, and so, yeah, so that's about all it for this segment, so we're going to go on to the next segment, which we're going to talk about some movies, some Steven Universe, so let's go on and get it. All right, so we're going to go on to the next segment, which is the Watch This. So, recently I went to go see the movie called John Wick 3, and when I tell you that that shit has so much action in it, it's crazy. Like, literally from my pros on here, I wrote action, action, action. Now, let me tell you this, the brutality on here is crazy. Like, one of the first scenes you see him fight, uh, I think it's Bobon. Bobon. shout out to Bobon on the Clippers, by the way. Um... He whooped his ass with a book, like John Wick whooped his ass with a big ass book. Like he hit him in the nuts with it. He uh put the book in his teeth. And, like kept punching his teeth, kept on punching the book in and making crack his teeth. He uh put his put the book, put his neck on the book and cracked his neck. i Jesus Christ. Is this what we gonna go on? I would say this is the most brutal John Wick I've seen because almost every scene on here was crazy. Like you seen John Wick fighting these four different dudes and they just throwing knives at each other and John Wick just constantly throwing knives at one dude. Then he get like an axe and he just throw it at a dude's head. I'm damn. Like man, what is going on? <laughs> um <clears throat> like I said, Keanu Reeves did his thing in this movie. Uh shout out to his stun double, man. Like, even the motorcycle scene when they were fighting and John Wick was, uh, kicking them off and, like, getting a sword and, like, stabbing them and, like, kicking them off with of the motorcycle again. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, shout out to the supporting cast. You know, you know, shout out to the black dude that's in the Continental. I thought he was going to die in this movie, but no, he came back swinging. He came back, got the shoddy, and went crazy on all of them. He started shooting up everybody in this Continental because they try, on, they try running the Continental. And I'm not going to tell you who. You need to just watch the movie to know that. But it was dope. It was definitely dope. Um, shout out to Halle Berry. Halle Berry, so beautiful, such a beautiful lady. Um, did her thing with these two dogs. These two dogs were brutal like she said like this like german i think word and they just went on for attacks start biting them start jumping from everywhere biting them and uh shout out to dude from game of thrones i personally don't watch game of thrones but from what i heard that he's like a pretty good character and ironically that he has a castle and i think on game of thrones he wants a castle or something like that so shout out to him um, the only cons I would say about this movie is that it's not a real storyline. Really, it's basically just a movie about <laughs> John Wick whooping ass, trying to um, trying to get the uh his assa- the assassination thing to stop, basically. But uh, like if you love action, if you really like action, this is the movie to go see. Uh, any of the John Wicks is worth to see. They're making a John Wick four. They already scheduled it. They already said it's coming out next year. And I'm like, man, they making a lot of money from John Wick. Because when I first seen John Wick, I'm like, okay, this movie sounds like it's going to be straight to DVD or straight to Netflix. But no, this movie is getting spreaded around. I think it'd be in game for like the most the most money in like the first week or something like that or the most views or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, I would give this movie a 7 out of 10. If the storyline was good. If they just made a storyline just a little bit better, it would have been dope. And shout out to Lawrence Fishburne, man. (laughs) Lawrence Fishburne crazy in this movie. Like, like, man, if you've seen any of the John Wicks, you know what I'm talking about. If you've seen this one, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Okay, so we're going to go on and talk about one of my favorite shows ever. And that's Steven Universe. Now real quick some of what steven universe is steven universe he's a little kid who um is raised by all of these different um gems all these different people uh aliens um, yeah <laughs> gems named garnet amethyst pearl and they just go on like quests and stuff you know steven's mom was their leader and to have steven she had to sacrifice herself and his dad is still around and, you know, he's just a regular human, but he's confused with uh, the stuff that's going on. But, you know, Steven is a you know, he's a young kid, and he's just going through all these adventures and stuff. You know, he's meeting different people. He has, like, a little best friend who I believe they will go together when they get older named Connie, who I love. just as for Connie. And one of the reasons why I love Steven Universe so much is just the characters. You're going to grow to love all these characters from Garnet, Amethyst, Pearl, Peridot, uh, Connie. Um, I keep going. Greg, uh, Onion. It's so many, so many characters on here that you would just grow and be like, oh, I love this character. I love these characters. And um, storyline development it improves every season. Every season, a new story happens and it just. You grow and you grow into really get into it. Like you like, oh my goodness, the new episode of Steam Universe is coming out today. Like the last season of steven Universe season five was one of the best um season finales I've seen. It was just so much shit going on. I'm like, oh my god. Like I was literally on my phone, like yang like I'm a little ass girl. Like, I was really into it. And another reason why Steam Universe is so good is just the songs. songs on here they're so like soothing and they're so memorable um like I said the singers on here is great uh Estelle if you know that song American Boy with Kanye West you can be my American boy my American boy uh that's her (laughs) so she's on this show as Garnet and you already know she could sing if you heard American Boy so she's on here singing you know she only did like two songs but Everybody else is, Everybody else has a good singers singing voices. Except uh, if I had to pick one, I would say probably Paradise, just because Paradise is not really a singer singer, but she's still a good character. You gotta love Paradise. You gotta love Paradise and Lapis and Pumpkin and uh, I could just keep going. Um, but yeah, all the songs is good. Like you could listen to the song "Do It For Her," or even the song um both of you like you just see it like and shout out to Zach Callison you know I hope that you're doing good and yeah and another reason why Steven Universe is so good is that each character has a development throughout the show each character has they change literally they change their clothes almost every time um a season happens (laughs) they change and every time they go through like all these emotional things that happen to them all the time and you just grow to feel that emotion with them like i'm not gonna throw no spoilers out anything just watch the show but these characters seem to just like grow into more even though they're not from that planet they grow into be more human than most people i know and that's really dope to see from these characters. Even though it's a even though it's a cartoon show, it's a lot more to this cartoon than what people think. And it's T V PG for God's sakes on Cartoon Network. So you know they could throw a little like uh, adult things out, uh, which they do, you know, Adventure Time does it and Regular Show did it. And um yeah, I just think Steam Universe is gonna be one of the best Cartoon Network shows when it when the time has come. They're working on making a movie. Season six is coming out, and I can't wait. Um, definitely should give this show a shot. If you love cartoons, if you love good singing, if you love like good plot, and if you just love like, you know, like colorful, fun, funny uh a show, I definitely give Steve Universe a shot. So with that being said, y'all, that's about it for this episode of the LNW podcast show and i'm your host LNW and y'all will see me next week who knows i might talk about an anime for once maybe attack on titan even though i gotta catch up on it but i'm gonna do an anime for next week and with that being said i am gone and peace